far out expectations. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. Learn more at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it is Tuesday night. This is Mac Voices Live. There's a big surprise for you. Uh, we are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash Mac Voices TV. Um, if you're hearing me, that's probably where you're hearing me. Um, if you're watching this later in the feeds, well, then you should have been here. Um, so please, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific is when we record this on Tuesdays. But there will be an exception next week. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, we'd love to have you join us in the chat room. We have some folks filing in there now. And uh, we always enjoyed that part of it. Um, I said there's going to be an exception next week because there's something going on Wednesday um, in in Cupertino. I, I don't know if you guys heard about this. Um, Far out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So rather than record a show the night before, which just doesn't seem to make sense, we're going to shift Mac Voices Live to Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. That's next week, um, only for next week. Uh, so we can do a reaction to whatever Apple's going to announce. So set your calendars now, and I'll be posting some things to social media just to remind everybody about that. But I want to make sure that you, as a dedicated listener, knows that. Um, so that's where we're going to start tonight. But before we start that, I'm going to introduce who all is here. Um, we have a bit of a different panel. Um, some people. Well, we haven't seen Andrew Orr for a little while. So, Andrew, it's great to have you back. Yeah, good to be here. Um, and in in an extended role from what we were just talking about pre-show at uh, Apple Insider. That's correct. Um, I you'll be seeing uh, more of my my writing, unfortunately. <laughs> Fortunately for us. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We love it. We love it. Are you doing a particular beat now, Andrew, or is it just uh, the news as it comes out? Uh, right now, it's just the news as it comes out. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Um, Guy Cyril is here, um, being the the sunshine of our life with that T-shirt. <laughs> uh, I know it's so bright. <laughs> it it is. I like it. I like it. It's like my future. I just need okay. some shades. Okay. Do you have anything to announce, or should we just let it go? Uh well, my birthday is the ninth. I'll be 62. Um, I just had my 30th wedding anniversary. Uh, what else? What else? No, that's, that's, that's about it. Shani. That's all I 30, got. 30th, 30th wedding yeah. anniversary. My God, she's a saint. She's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> that almost goes without saying. Yeah, really. Wow. She yeah. is the patience queen. And how I many, am the jester. How many bottles of tequila did it take for her to say yes? <laughs> Not as many as you might think. I was much hands handsomer, handsomer. Is that the right word? Sure, let's go with that. Back okay. in those days. Ah, okay. okay. Now she's stuck with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, next up, we've talked. I, I don't know if any anybody has had a chance to uh, listen to the update today, the the August update. But I want to make a few changes at Mac Voices, um, you know, get folks a little more involved. And so this is the start of it. We experimented a little bit with having some of our patrons come on uh, Mac Voices Live. And so this is our second shot at it. Mr. Webb Bixby is here. Webb, welcome. It's great to have you. 
Chuck, it's good to be back. It's uh, uh, I must have done something right if you asked me to come back. So, sure, we well, you you showed up. You looked good. You you know you didn't curse too much. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. where's where's Mark when you need him? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. Last but absolutely not least, I, I kind of reversed the order tonight on it. David Ginsburg right. is here. David, good to have you. Good to be here. So uh, glad it's always fun to be here on a Tuesday night and. Uh, been a busy uh, two days already for work, but uh, glad to come here to wind down and talk with you guys. Well, next week's going to be a little bit strange because here, at least here in the U.S., we have um, a Monday holiday. Yeah. And so we're, oh, we, right. we have a Monday. Yeah, right. Exactly, Guy. Sorry, um, we forgot. Have, yeah, we have a Monday holiday. We're going to take Tuesday night and shift it to Wednesday. So we're going to confuse everybody next week. Yeah. I, and I took the whole week off for vacation. So, oh, well, just do what I do and go into it pre-confused. <laughs> a nice, oh, a nice relaxing week. I'll be able to have some fun along with it. Okay, then maybe you're hosting next week because I'll be stressed out beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shutting down and going to just yeah enjoy those four extra days that I'm taking. Ah, good deal. Good deal. Well, I thought that's kind of where we would start with our usual Mac Voices twist. Um, judging by the, the headlines I saw today, you can pretty much write your own rumor as to what, you know, yeah. may or may not be happening with the iPhone 14. So I, I, I want to twist it around and ask, you know, what do we want to see? And obviously let's stay within reason. Okay. Um, but you know, what would, what do we want to see in an iPhone 14? What would make us specifically do the upgrade if any of us are on the bubble? Anybody have anything in particular that really jumps out at them that would make them say, oh, yeah, absolutely, automatically, I'm, I'm getting a new one? Well, you know, I'm not on the bubble, so I'm always going to buy it. Uh, but just looking at some of the comparisons, I mean, I, I'm, I think uh, the slightly uh, taller, bigger screen is going to be interesting, I think, from what the rumors say. Uh, and the higher megapixel camera is going to be interesting. I'd like to see what happens with that, if that's that's the case. Um, so I think that really kind of stands out with it, but I more memory, I guess is another thing, but I just don't see, I don't see anything screaming out at me for anyone who is not a, a, a yearly upgrader like I am, uh, that th there's any really conceivable reason to, to upgrade from the, if you had the 13, um, but nothing super would stand out to me. It's always well, like, if Apple, if Apple wants me to buy, I mean, I just bought a 13 last year and I'm perfectly happy. There's nothing wrong with it. Battery, battery life is terrific. The camera's yeah. great. Everything that it does, it does, it's still doing well. And I don't imagine the 14 is going to make all enough of a change for me to spend eight to $1,400 on another phone. However, if Apple absolutely wanted me to buy another phone next week or uh, what it's the seventh, right? Yeah. It's September 7th yeah. when the event is happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, have it have a little dock, put an M1 in it, and have it be my desktop Mac when I plug it into that dock. That It'll would get be me great. to buy a new one every single year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like what Samsung does, and I, I hate even bringing it up again, the Samsung deck, Dex. That's like an amazing program that is underutilized. And uh, Android has it, and Apple does not, and they should have it. Guy, you brought this up on the show a couple times, and the only thing I question is, and we, we've My had sanity? some of these discussions. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, that too. But... Um, 
but well, I mean, this obviously is a really compelling use case for you. I can't quite decide why it's not as compelling a use case for the rest of us. I don't know. It, it to to just I mean, they keep talking about it's the computer in your pocket. Well, turn it into the computer in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And you you basically yeah. you just go up and you, you plug it into a terminal and then there's your entire Mac user interface ready for you to go. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't figure out why Apple um, and, and, you know, let me preface that by saying that I'm sure in Apple's skunk works that they have this exact thing and that it's working like a charm. And for one reason or another, they've decided that the world is not yet ready and they don't want to take the hit on Mac sales by doing it. But I think that it would be, it would be tremendous. And it, in a time when, you know, valuable resources all over the world are, are being used at a rapid rate to, to give something that would take the place, you know, where you have one device instead of two devices, that's, it's just less stuff that you've got to worry about. And I'd Mm -hmm. love to see it. And I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It's, it's just still perplexing. I don't know why, but they need to do it. They really do. Well, Okay, I'm going to stretch here a little bit. But is this sort of the electric car problem for something like this? Because Guy keeps talking about, I'm just going to take it and plug it into a terminal, and then everything's going to be there. Well, the terminal has to be there, just like the car chargers have to be. Sure. You know, and so, you know, where, which comes first, the chicken or the egg? You we know? already have the chicken. Everybody has monitors. <laughs> Everybody has keyboards. Everybody has mice. Everybody has Bluetooth devices. And they all connect up to our phones. So at, at what point, the only thing you really need at this point, and, and we're not probably not that far away from even needing that, is having a cable to connect it to power and having a cable to connect it to a monitor. And we already have those things now in our homes connected to a computer. So if the computer goes away and we get this, this little dock thing about this big instead, and we just get home from work and put it down in and then we're good to go. Everything we were doing that morning, everything we were doing that afternoon is all right there. It's but just I've another got... extension of your digital life. Yeah, it, would be, it would be fabulous. It would be fabulous, Chuck. Well, but guy, I've got that with my MacBook Pro. Now it's a little bit bigger. It's a and, lot bigger. It, well, okay. It's all right. If to be fair, it's a lot bigger. I mean, I borderline have it with it with an iPad, but sure. I definitely have it with a Mac with a MacBook Pro. And I have the added benefit of being able to take that MacBook Pro on a plane with me, open it up, and you know work for four hours on a cross-country flight. Um, okay, or, well, there's there's a, lo- a lot of planes now, especially new ones coming out, have built-in screens right into the back of the seats. So would you even really need to take a monitor if if they had if they had something similar that you could have like a um, uh, a Q connector for power. And then that same kind of connection could go to a monitor for airplay or, or whatever it is that would take to, to get your screen onto a, to the, the back of your seats monitor. Then, you know, why the hell not? Or you may not even need a, a physical separate monitor. What if you could pair your iPhone and use these, this, you know, highly rumored for the past, half decade <laughs> apple glasses to serve as your screen sure now, now this could fit right into their ar plans 
yeah, now you're starting to talk uh, talk a little more my language because then I, then I could see this being a, a bit more viable. But as it is, I mean, I, I have to tell you, Guy, I don't think I would use it just because I feel like anywhere then I'd want to do uh, any computing, anytime I get a spare 15 or 20 minutes or more, I've got to go and dig around and find, I'm going to use your your word, the terminal, that to plug it into, um, be that at, at home or at a friend's house or whatever, you know, that means they're going to have to have the setup that, that I can plug into, as opposed yeah. to taking out my iPhone, my iPad, um, or my MacBook Pro and having everything right there ready to go as is. Yeah. You know, there, there, are, <laughs> there are ways around every single technical problem. And, you know, 40 years ago when, or 50 years ago, when uh, computers were first becoming a thing, uh, nobody pictured that you would have a laptop that has a monitor that you could, that you could use. Nobody could picture that, that these things would have a, a graphic user interface that would make it you know easy for everyone to use. I mean, I still remember when, um, when the Mac first came out and the keyboard warriors were losing their minds because that was what they knew. It's like, why would anybody want to do that when, you know, uh, basically it was, I spent all this time and effort to memorize keyboard commands. So, you know, everybody else should have to do the same thing. And you know, it, it really, it just comes down to, uh, use case, how to make it happen from within the various use cases, and is there money in it for all parties combined? And that's really what it comes down to. Who, who's going to make the money? This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Before you book any brunch, you pour over lists and lists of reviews. So why not do the same thing when you're booking a doctor's appointment? With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important, than finding the right plate of Eggs Benedict. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. Find and review local doctors. Read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Mac Voices. ZocDoc dot com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to ZocDoc for supporting this week's Mac Voices. Um, Brian in the chat room says, would this problem be solved with quote-unquote airplaying to a different screen and a Bluetooth keyboard mouse? Absolutely, sure. that's a possibility. Um, Paul says, plug it into to your iPad and you would have Mac. Well, okay. you wouldn't have to do that because the iPad already has the, 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 the upper ones already have, it has an M one chip and everything that you would need to, uh, to run it as a GUI. And they're sort of going in that direction now with yeah. the, the smart keyboards, trackpad and, and 
everything else that, you know, little by little, Apple is putting more graphic user interface into iPad OS. And I welcome our new iPad overlords. So, you know, bring it. All right. Well, I have an idea we will be revisiting this again at some point. Probably. But it, just it, just push that button, Chuck. Yeah. yeah. I just start ranting. Well, I, look, I, I, I have to... I can't let this one go. Um, you said somewhere in that in your vice little comment there um, that this is. Um, how, how did you say it? Well, let me put it this way: it's it it's 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 a physical problem because I and even with Brian's comment about uh, airplaying to a screen and a Bluetooth sure. keyboard, Bluetooth. That, right? That means they have to be there wherever it is that I want to do my work. So you know, it's not just a. A, an information problem or a power problem as much as it is as just having those, those devices no, uh, maybe. available. So, you know, it, these are all problems that are not insurmountable. There are ways around or ways to, to deal with these issues that I can't even necessarily think of, but I mean, who would have thought that a, a, an iPad was something that people would want or an iPod or, or anything else that's come out that's, be, that's proven to be very popular in technology over the last 50, 60 years. There's, yeah. there's always a way around a problem, especially if you can get a lot of people to buy into that system. Yeah, agreed. Well, you know, what, uh, yeah, I, I was going to, uh, a couple things. First of all, uh, who's getting a new phone? Um, those of you who are on camera, I got two of them. So, so I'll be getting two phones. Uh, I got one's a personal phone, one's a business phone. So, so, uh, and I'm on the iPhone upgrade program. So, so am I. I, I do it every year. Um, the, the comment that, that guy was making kind of goes back to remember the old, uh, uh, was it the PowerBook duo? Um, it's different cause it's not this handheld size device, but it was the, uh, uh, PowerBook laptop that, that like, a uh, video cassette Went right into a huge yeah. dock. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of the same thing. It, it's, I, I don't know under your scenario guy, what I would do is probably have, you know, a dock at home, a dock at the office sure. Then I take the device with me. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm doing right here. I'm using this uh, uh, MacBook pro and it's tied to an, an anchor um, dock, if you will. And that has my ethernet connection and, and all the other things. Um, so, uh, and mainly because it has USB A on it, and I got a, still a USB A camera up here and a couple other things. So that's why I use the dock. But um, I think it'd be neat. I I don't know if I'm counting on, on that anytime soon. The 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 reality that that, that you're purporting, but uh, it, it would be neat. I don't deny that. If uh, you know, how many times do you use uh, uh, pages or numbers on an iPhone regularly? Um, I don't because because it's too small okay uh on the ipad i do use it a lot but uh i'm also corporately ingrained on the on the uh, microsoft side so um but uh yeah, anyway too, unfortunately yeah um so. web i'm glad you brought up the duo because you know that was a neat little device and it might have even been a little ahead of its time but, but one generation they, they did it and dropped it so yeah because well, it didn't sell you know yeah. um and the the biggest reason was Honestly, the, the the laptop part of it was compromised. It, it wasn't a very powerful laptop, which meant also that the desktop Mac was also 
compromised. So yeah. you were spending twice as much for half of half the computer. Good point. You know, it, and yeah. the only the only real upside to it was that if you were willing to buy, you know, thousands of dollars of docs and have one at home and have one at work, then as long as your needs weren't super great, then you could do something like that. But I mean, we're at the point now with iPhones, it's it's like they're having trouble coming up with new things that the iPhone can do. Um, it's they're just so powerful now. It's like, well, what can't it do? And and so we're we're all kind of waiting, I think, for the 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 next shoe to drop as as far as what's what's gonna be the next technological thing that is going to capture everyone's attention and make everybody want to go out and, and buy it. Nobody seems to have an answer to that right now. And so what we end up with is something like the iPhone 14, which is a lot like the iPhone 13, which was a lot like the iPhone 12, which was a lot like the iPhone 11 at infinitum. And we get these, we get these evolutionary updates. Okay. So it's got a, better camera with more pixels and it's got slightly faster processor and it's got a slightly bigger battery, but the iPhone 11 is doing pretty much the same stuff that the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 14 is going to be able to do. So I think that a lot of, you know, it's part of the reason. Well, the other reason is that, that all of the, the Android phone makers just don't have anything new or exciting that they can put on their phones that every other Android phone maker doesn't already have. But Apple is starting to hit that, hit that brick wall as well. Hit that wall. What can they do? What can they do to make the iPhone 14 more exciting to get people excited and go, wow, I've got to go out and get, you were talking about it yourself, Chuck. What, what, what would it take to get people excited enough to go out and buy an iPhone 14 if they already have, a 12 or a 13. I mean, I'm on a 13. I have no intention of, of buying a 14. And if things continue on the, the way they are, I might not even buy a 15. I may wait and see what's, what's going to come after that. And if my, if I need to have the battery replaced, well, that's cheap enough. It's certainly a lot cheaper than buying another phone. So, yeah. you know, somebody excite me, give me, give me something that's going to make me want to go out and spend the money on a new iPhone. And I'm, just not seeing it. Okay, yeah. I, I want, David. Before we go on, I, want, I just want to clarify for everyone: um, when a guy says "somebody excite me," he's talking about the phone. Yes. Okay. Yeah, let, let's be clear on that. Yeah, let's be real clear on that. <laughs> oh, unless it was a microphone. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, okay. <clears throat> I, got I was going to add, right or, or no, Webb, go ahead, and then David. Oh, I was just going to say that that it, quite honestly, <laughs> uh, I have a, a 13 Pro Max. I like it a lot. If I wasn't on the upgrade program, I don't think that I would uh, do an upgrade right now. Because um, I am, I will. But but uh, I'm very satisfied with this device as it sits right now. So, so hey, guy, I'm agreeing with you. I, I'm not just uh, uh, otherwise compelled to to get a new phone. Well, I mean, if you're on the upgrade program, why the hell not? You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. that's that's you know, you're spending the money for the upgrade program, so get the next phone. Mm-hmm. But for probably. 90% of the people out there that have iPhones, they're not on the upgrade program and they want something, they want something compelling and Apple and Samsung and, and all the rest of the phone makers are out there are just giving us the same thing that they gave us before. 
Give us something new. What's the new thing? Yeah. Apple's track record has been has been such that it hasn't been exciting, you know, since 2015, 20, you know, going four, five, just seven years that the phones have just kind of slightly jumped up. What do you, I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's I mean, it's excited me because I like to see some of the of the incremental changes over those years. But uh, some people just have this feeling, you know, excite me. I agree with you Kai, on that on that point when it comes to that. And, um, you know, here's here's the thing. You can is uh, on the Apple side, not necessarily on the Android side, on the Apple side, you can get four to six years of good use oh, out yeah. of an iPhone and not have to go out and buy the latest one. Um, I get one about every two to three years is when I update mine. And it's I don't know how much of it is just like, I've seen this thing for so long now. I want something and I want a new phone. Or if it's just that there is finally enough of an update to go from, well, what did I have before? I had the 8S and then I went to an SE2 and then I got the 13. So, you know, it was it was finally enough of, of a bump for me to say, okay, I'm willing to spend that money. But it, as it is right now, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little while for, at, with what I'm seeing right now. I mean, we'll see on the 7th if there's, if there's, something that that's going to blow my, you know, blow my shorts off and, and make me want to buy one. Um, I hope it doesn't blow my shorts off. Nobody wants to see that, but maybe my socks, you know, just blow my socks off. Maybe I'll get a new phone. On that note, I'm so sorry, Eric, that that's got to be your introduction to that, to uh, <laughs> this, but Eric Bolden has joined us. Another one of our Mac voices patrons who has been here before. And uh, I'm delighted to have him back. Um, Eric, what were what were what what guys? Don't ask me how he got to where he just did, but uh, we fault. were discussing. You invited me on. Well, yeah, there's yeah, that's true. Um, what would cause you to go out and buy a new phone? I don't know if you're on the upgrade program. I don't know if you have plans to buy a new phone, but what do you want to see in a, a, an iPhone 14 that would make you do the upgrade? First thing is camera. If um, something changes on the camera. Uh, that I, I do plant pictures and close-up plant pictures. So anything that kind of helps with that and um, hummingbird pictures. So I use the slow motion capture. The second thing is if something changes in uh, frequencies, the phone support so that I can get um, access in rural areas. You know, if if um, more, uh, there's a, a tower I can connect to that I couldn't connect to before, or if uh, one of the cell phone vendors kind of opens up a new set of frequencies and the new phone supports it and my old one didn't, that would be enough for me. The other thing is battery life. Right now I survive because uh, I can slap a magnetic battery on the back of my phone and make it till the end of the day. Uh, but I use my phone for a, a lot of stuff throughout the day. And, um, you know, that battery life is a, is a big deal for me. That's something where, you know, reading all the rumor sites and kind of seeing what's been going on, it was a little unclear whether there really will be more battery life or it'll be about the same as, as the 13, um, I, I, 
Yeah, it's it's funny you ask that question because I'm actually on the well. Do I want to upgrade? Don't I want to upgrade? Probably I need to path. Um, so, but I have an iPhone 11 and an iPhone 12. So whether I go to the 13 or whether I go to the 14, that's kind of the question. Um, I tend to go with the bigger phone and kind of the high end, every feature I can cram into it. Uh, and I treat it like a mini iPad throughout the day. Um, if, if the 14 supports that well, and has the camera features, I would look at that. If I was going kind of for the smaller form factor, then I would have to be convinced that uh, the 13 wouldn't be a, a better option for me. And I don't know what the answer is because I haven't seen it yet. Now, when you say smaller form factor, are you referring to the, the, the smallest iPhone or are you talking about the smaller version of the Pro models? The smaller version of the Pro model. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wanted to be sure. I wanted to be sure. Okay. Um, let's see. In the uh, chat room, um, I'm trying to catch catch up here. Uh, Cletus points out sat, sat phone, satellite phone. Yeah, that's been one of the big rumors, but I'm, I'm not sure that really addresses Eric's thing because that would probably be more voice than than data. Or um, text. Or te yeah, or text. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, um, let's see what else. Um uh, Cletus says beta the beta beta phone battery life is great. Um, Brian says will be interesting to see if a regular versus pro models are only separated by camera quality or something more this year. Um, I'm hoping I, I really am hoping that that that's not the case because the this last year I mean it's been great. You could make your choice and everything stayed the same. The only thing you were paying for was the bigger the bigger phone and obviously better battery life. I, I, I didn't like the one year where to get the very best phone, excuse me, the very best camera that you had to buy the larger phone, that that was required. So that's me. But do you think that um, somebody like uh, Musk with Space, not SpaceX, with Starlink could could go into uh, phone service? Because oh, he's got the bandwidth up for that, well, eventually, depending on how many users there are. Uh, it's it's in the double digits for for the megs, so maybe something like that, and and it doesn't really matter if you're in a rural area or in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. I think T-Mobile already did that with, with uh, SpaceX. I thought with I heard something about that too. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. Andrew, do you know anything about that? Um, yeah, this was mentioned. Um, I think within the past week. Um, oh, okay. T-Mobile and uh, Tesla, Elon Musk, they announced this thing for, you know, the Starlink satellites where T-Mobile customers could have access to the satellite communications. Um, it sounded like there's some sketchy things about it. I don't know off the top of my head, but at least that is still a, a thing, maybe. Yeah, it's on uh, T-Mobile's uh, site. I just put a link to it in our private chat if you want to share that, Chuck. Huh. Thank you. Uh, take it and over. the cool thing about that is, like this right is now, when you go them. overseas, you, you've got to get a SIM for whatever country you're in. Whereas if you're connected up through Starlink, depending on the, the coverage, then it wouldn't matter anymore. And you wouldn't have to worry about going over your, your bandwidth limits 
uh, with a foreign carrier or whatever SIM it is that you put in because you're still connected to your original. That would be interesting. Is that, that's how this develops will be interesting given the the way 5G has been sold to everyone over the past couple of years and how wonderful it's going to be and how much bandwidth you're going to have. And the the rollout of that just has been, well, if, if you're somewhere that it's rolled out, it reportedly is great. If you aren't, then it's not. Then it's a non-event. So. I mean, obviously their goal here is for, for rural areas. You know, the, the quote in, in here is saying that uh, half a million square miles of the U.S., in addition to vast stretches of ocean, are untouched by cell signals. So if they can come up with a way that this this starlight is uh, going to work and work well, because as we know, satellite services have always been a bit of lag when it comes to connections and such, especially with Internet coverage. Um, you know, maybe they come up with a newer technology. T-Mobile obviously sees some value in it that they partnered up with them. So. This Mac Voices panel is back in the next edition to talk more about our expectations for Apple's far out event, which we would think would include the new iPhone and more, but you never know. We also get into a password management software breach and a whole lot more. That's all next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.